there is a 20-60-20 rule at play here no matter what in every situation, right? So, and the numbers aren't exactly 20-60-20, but 20-60-20, far left-hand side of the bell curve, there's a 20 percentile of people, 60% in the middle, 20% on the far right-hand side. Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. And welcome back to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. And I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. We're thrilled to be with you. We are in an amazing series that we're walking through with you saying, you don't get what you want, you get what you measure. We're going to double click today in this episode on your conversion and conversion process because you know in the last episode we went into, you know, you can get a bunch of people to show up to your door, a lot of leads in, but if people aren't converting, you're just losing a lot of money and your return on investment is not going to be good. So we know we need to, we need to nail it when it comes to conversion. We're going to be getting into the metrics that, that you need to measure that matter the most when it comes to conversion. Just thrilled to be with you today. If you didn't listen to the previous episode, we gave a troubleshooting form away. I want to make sure you get that. So if you go to the remarkablepractice.com forward slash podcast, we gave you a form that you should use when analyzing your practice, specifically analyzing the activity of your practice when it comes to attraction, conversion, retention. And so when you do this, do use this tool. So please take advantage of that. If you didn't hear that last episode, I also encourage you to go back and listen to it because we really set you up for victory when it comes to how do you measure metrics and how do you leverage me- metrics when it comes to, as a CEO, leading your practice into your future? And so go back and listen to the episode if you haven't. And also, we're just grateful to have so many amazing people that are tuning in our episodes. We're hearing some amazing things. Dr. Steven, it's just been awesome hearing from our from our listeners and how uh, you know, valuable they're finding this podcast. Yeah, Dr. B, it's awesome. We love to hear the feedback. I want to make one more comment on, you know, from the last episode the titles are telling here, you don't get what you want, you get what you measure. I want to make sure that you guys understand that we're bringing the sexy back to metrics. Like, So people hear metrics and statistics and Excel spreadsheets as they start rolling their eyes. It's like, guys, listen, we all want the same thing. We want the outcomes. Okay. So we all want to see more new patient leads. We want to see a greater percentage of patients converting to care, a number of new patients and families converting to care. We want to see our retention metrics skyrocket because we know that we do our best work over time and that's the best way to grow a practice. And it's the best business model in the world, right? Create ideal patients, collect ideal patients. And of course, collections metrics, right? Money follows value. We want to see you guys super successful and you add so much value, you should be collecting or capturing so much value as well, right? So you don't get what you want, you get what you measure. In these conversations, what we're going to be talking about is, is like, it's not just the number, it's not just the outcomes. You can't get your team to do an outcome. They do the activities that lead to the outcomes And what we're going to be talking about here is the numbers that give you visibility into your performance and also the troubleshooting tool that we're going to give you that will give you insight as to what activity needs to be focused on, what needs to be trained on, where you're lacking a system, et cetera. So, you know, before we jumped on the line here, we started talking about, we were reading some of the reviews that came back off of the show. So you guys, hey, we love to read the reviews. (laughs) It's so great. Uh, We love to hear the feedback. You know, this is purpose-driven, mission-driven podcast for us. Uh, it's so awesome to hear the feedback from you guys. Uh, to, so we appreciate it. If, it, if you're enjoying it, if, if you're loving it, please give us a five-star review <laughs> and a written review uh, we love as well. I got this one from Dr. J. May. Dr. J. May, I know who you are, Jeff May out there, man. I love Dr. Jeff May. 
His is one of my favorite. <laughs> it says, I like tamales. <laughs> I like tamales. Don't you? You eat one and you feel full. Not too much, but just right. That's what this podcast is like. Actionable information in just the right amount to satiate my hunger and impact my community. Thank you guys so much. Jay May, you're awesome. Love you, bro. Yeah, man. Thank you, Jay. Uh, so good to hear from you. And uh, thank you for the tamales as well. That was uh, perfect. This is from Mr. Bynum. And this is a cool story. Uh, we're just learning about the story, really. But uh, this is a, he said, I've recently turned 20 and I'm an aspiring chiropractor currently enrolled at Texas Tech University, pursuing a double major in business management and marketing. I attended a summer seminar with my mother in California. So what, she, what, he, what he's referencing there is he actually came to our immersion that we did in Los Angeles this past summer where we were focusing on, it was our conversion. Yeah, and so we're going to be diving into conversion today. This, this is a, not a chiropractor. This is a, a son of a chiropractor and came to the conversion immersion in LA. And he said, I came there as a finance, a finance major wanting to get out into financial advising and left more excited about anything than I have been in the rest of my life and made some amazing new friends. Thank you, Dr. France and Dr. Pete for your time and imparting your wisdom upon us. So first of all, I just want to just say thank you for this amazing review. And I love how the information that we teach, it's, it's for everyone. And the community that we have in TRP, the tribe, and how welcoming it is to people, DCs, CAs, family members, everybody's welcome. That's the amazing thing. And when we're at these seminars and we do at these immersions, we're training, we're working, we're growing, we're, we're growing ourselves, we're growing our businesses, our teams, everybody's walking away, improving, growing to the next level. So on that note, I just want to let you all know that we have immersions coming up in this year that we would love for you to be a part of. If you have, haven't attended an immersion in a while or ever, you can attend an immersion as a guest, as somebody who's not a part of the Remarkable Practice, you're absolutely welcome to join us at one of our training events and our immersion events coming up this year. And we have our next event coming up. It's going to be in the spring. It's in April and it's in Chicago. I'll spare all the details. You can go to theremarkablepractice.com and click on the link for events, the events tab. And you can see all the upcoming events. We actually have events in the United States. We have events in Australia as well. So maybe you're listening to this podcast and you're not in the US, you're somewhere else around the world and it's easier for you to get to Australia. Well, then you can pop into one of the Australia events Come with your team, show up, train with us. We would love to meet you. We'd love to train with you that way. It's one of our favorite things that we get to do. Uh, and again, if you come in in April and you go to that event, we're actually going to be training on attraction, which is going to be awesome, which comes off of a, you know, the podcast actually we just did. So, you know, we run on a theme each and every quarter and on our live immersions. And we love to love to have you join us just like uh Mr. Bynum did. Yeah, Dr. Pete, this is a big invite that we want to lay out there. So if you're loving this podcast, you're going to absolutely love the live events, live trainings that we do. Uh, we, we do four different domains, attraction, conversion, retention, and team building. So we have the certification programs for both DCs and CAs. So if you're looking for a place to bring your associate doctors, a place to bring your CAs to be trained up in the material that you're listening to. So there's remarkable attraction, remarkable conversion, remarkable uh, retention and remarkable team building. We teach all four once per quarter around the country in the US. Uh, like Dr. Pete said, our next one is in April, April 3rd and 4th, 2020 in Chicago. That's where we're going to do remarkable attraction. Uh, and then if you're listening to this on the in the other hemisphere, 
Uh, we'll be in Australia. We're going to be in, um, in Melbourne, Australia, May 22nd and 23rd, 2020. Uh, also remarkable attraction. So we do all four events in the US and all four events in Australia as well. We'd love to have you join us. Just go to the website. You see the events page. You can, you can register right there. Yeah. So we just, we just appreciate all of you who are listening. We thank you for the amazing feedback. Again, if, if you're loving this podcast, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Give us five stars, leave us a review. It means a lot to us. You know, we're, we're living in a digital and virtual world. Sometimes we don't have any connection and that's the only way we'd ever be connected to one another and know that you exist. And we love you. Uh, we'd love to hear from you from that perspective. And also if you have anything you ever want to hear from us on the podcast, message us on Facebook or Instagram, just message Dr. Stephen Franson or Dr. Pete Camille. Let us know what you think about the show. Ask us you know, questions as well about your practice, your business. We love, we love to support you and help you. But if you have something you want to hear about in the podcast, we'd love to hear that as well. Today, we're excited to dive into our subject matter again in this series is you don't get what you want, you get what you measure, CEO. And the truth is, is this is the fact, especially when it comes to conversion. So we're going to dive into conversion, the conversion category. We're going to troubleshoot your conversion for you right now because these are categories that we all share in common, no matter what type of business you have, actually. The conversion process is very, very specific. And uh, we're going we're gonna to get into the high level. We're also going to get in a little bit into the vital sign level as well, which is a little bit deeper. We're going to go a little bit deep today with you so that when you actually take the troubleshooting form and you sit down with your team and you start analyzing your business a little bit closer, we, we want you to walk away with a, with a really good plan for how you can increase and upgrade your conversions moving forward. Yeah. So Dr. B, let's keep with the theme that you don't get what you want. You get what you measure, right? So in the spirit of what you focus on grows today, let's focus on our conversion, right? So under the category or subdomain of conversion, uh, we'll go high level and we'll follow the same structure that we did with attraction. It's let's talk about total conversion, right? So total number of new patient conversions. In other words, people that say yes and to start care. Um, that's, there's a total number of human beings. So that would be the total number of conversions. And we could also talk about percentages, like what's, what's the total percentage of people that went from being a new patient lead to being an active patient, right? So what does it mean to be a converted patient, right? So you have to define that for you and for your practice to be able to say, what does it mean to be a converted patient? So that's an important definition that you're going to need to land on. Uh, for example, it may be a person has said yes to my first, my initial recommendations for their initial care plan. Now, your initial care plan might look like four months, four weeks, four adjustments, four years. I don't know what that is for you, but you need to define that from a clinical perspective. This is uh, the first care plan. The person has said yes and made a commitment to care. That's a converted new patient. So in the remarkable practice system, it's very common that people will adopt the initial intensive care of the first four months of care. That would be an example of the first care plan. So how many people said yes to starting care and would be considered a converted patient. So that's total number of new patient conversions. That's one number. And you could also have conversion percentage, which is given the number of new patient leads that came in, what percentage of those actually moved forward and committed to care, right? So then we want to break down that aggregate number into the same three subcategories that we did with attraction. We have internal, external and digital marketing. So we should also have tracked conversion percentages for internal new patient leads, external new patient leads, and digital new patient leads. Because guys, these are three different populations of people. Okay. And we want to be able to track those to be able to say, you know what, is our performance, because conversion percentage is a performance review, 
Is our performance the exact same for people who are referred into our practice as it is for the people that come in from an outside talk or from a billboard? Is it exactly the same for those people that come in from uh, a video that I do on Facebook or from a Facebook ad or from watching my YouTube video series, et cetera? You want to be able to track these things and say, what is our conversion percentage of these people based on the source? In other words, how did they find us? How did they come into the practice? Yeah, you know, as soon as you're talking, I just envisioned a, a team of you, m- me, <laughs> all of us sitting around a circle in our team meetings and people looking at these numbers and there's a bunch of finger pointing that goes on. And I would say a lot of times we blame conversion on the patient. I think a lot of times that there's a lot of saying, oh, the reason why they didn't convert was because, and we come up with a, an excuse, we come up with a reason. And, and I, I just had a vision right now in my mind of, of a lot of you like me and you, Dr. Steven, all of us in our business meetings with our team, looking at our conversion stats and being like, how do we get this better? And us actually thinking that it's the patient that's the, the cause, that's the problem. And I'm going to go ahead and say, just like we always said, when there's one point finger pointing at you, there's three pointing back at me. It's our responsibility to take responsibility. So my, the takeaway from this is we've got to take responsibility for our the conversion issues. Don't blame your community. Don't blame your town. Don't blame your marketer. Don't blame, you know, all that stuff. Listen, if they made it to your office, it's your responsibility to convert. That's my mindset always. So you say, well, you know, the patients that come from this Facebook initiative or from that screening or from this, whatever, right? You fill in the blank or whatever. And you know what? To me, we make a lot of excuses and, um, and, and you know what? You may be right. Okay. I'm not going to say that that initiative is you know what, you may, sh- maybe you shouldn't continue screening at that location or that event anymore. Maybe you shouldn't. Like, and that's where you have to, as a CEO, analyze the data, make great decisions, measure the ROI. You need to do that. However, I think a lot of times we're very impulsive when it comes to conversion stats and metrics, and we like to pet play the blame game. I like to say, let's take responsibility for the results, the outcomes that we're getting as a team, and say, hey, we can do better at this. We can do better at converting everybody because in my mind, everybody should be able to get chiropractic. I think everyone should get the big idea. Not everyone's going to be an understander, but everybody can be a believer. We want to be able to turn people, you know, these, these seekers into believers. And this really happens at the conversion process. I just assumed everybody's a seeker. I don't care if they've been to a chiropractor before. Listen, you can say, I've been to five chiropractors before. I don't care how many chiropractors you've been to before. I'm going to take you through my day one, day two, three process as if you've never been a chiropractic before. I'm also going to talk to you like you're a third grader, because I believe, even if you're a medical doctor, that what I'm about to share with you, you don't know, because if you've known it, you would have been in my office last year, 10 years ago. So let's just go ahead and dive into it now. So there's some things that I think we can all improve on. One of them is taking responsibility for our statistics, taking responsibility for our outcomes as a whole team, not just for me personally as a doc. That's the owner operator mindset. Well, I'll carry this whole conversion situation up the mountain. Really? No, no, no. We all take responsibility for this. There's certain people that are accountable for certain parts of the process, day one, day two, day three, but we're all responsible for this. And I just wanted to say, as you're listening to some of this, the heart behind this is we want you to help reach more people more effectively. We believe that you know, the people in our office are healthier than the people that are not in our office. We believe that you know, people should be able to get chiropractic care as part of their lifestyle. It should be integrated into people's lives. We believe that. We want to help make that happen. So we've got to look at our own processes internally and say, hey, how can we get better at helping the people that God is sending to our office that we have worked so hard to get to come to our office? How can we do a better job of converting those people? Dr. Pete, I love this conversation and I love how the script is flipped. (laughs) 
<laughs> because in the good cop, bad cop scenario, for those people who know us both well, <laughs> you usually get to be good cop and I have to be bad cop. <laughs> uh, I think by nature, I'm probably a little bit more of a hard ass, but <laughs> I love that you went hard ass right now. <laughs> okay. So now I get to sort of come around and be the good cop. Here's what I want to say, Kairos. First and foremost, I, I just want to recognize the extraordinary conversion rates that we see in chiropractic. Okay. So for most of us, this, what we are selling, right? We're selling a solution, right? We are solving a problem. Our product, what people can, how people engage with us is what would be considered a, a high price ticket item, right? So product or a service, anything over 1500 bucks, right? So it's, it's a high price ticket item, right? So some of you are, you know, 1500, 2500, 3500, what have you for this initial care plans. I just want to recognize the extraordinary conversion rates that we see. They are literally unheard of. Like, so I know, um, you know Dr. Pete, you're involved in C12. I can remember a conversation going on in the C12 group. Of, it's a, an executive group of CEOs and business owners and leaders talking about conversion and conversion rates, et cetera. And they laughed and like, you're doing that wrong. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not calculating the number wrong because in most industries, they're trying to get somewhere between three and 13%. Like 13% conversion rate would be like legendary. And they would tell about that, like, like third generation salespeople would tell about their great grandfather who once got a 13% conversion rate. And with conversion rates we're going to talk about today are like 50, 60, 70, 80 plus percent conversion rates. So guys, I just want to throw my warm arms around you right now and give you a big squeeze and just be like, you guys are awesome. <laughs> so, you know, that being said, I also want to take some of the stress and strain off of you as well, because I know so many of you beat yourselves up in your conversion rates, right? Hanging your heads, you hear some numbers and you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm just like, here's what I want you to know to be true. There is a 20-60-20 rule at play here no matter what in every situation, right? So, And the numbers aren't exactly 20-60-20, but you guys all know the Pareto principle. I'm going to give you the Franson principle on this. 20-60-20, far left-hand side of the bell curve. There's a 20 percentile of people, 60% in the middle, 20% on the far right-hand side. The 20-60-20 rule says that on the far left-hand side, 20% of people, no matter what you do or no matter what you say, they're not going to start and they're not going to stay. Look, they're just not ready, right? This is just a no for now situation. So listen to me, no matter what you do, no matter what you say, they're not going to start and they're not going to stay. That's the far left-hand side, 20%. And on the opposite end of the continuum, there's a far right-hand side that has a 20 percentile population as well, which is no matter what we do or what we say, they're going to start and they're going to stay. You can't screw them up, right? So far left-hand side, no matter what you do or say, they're not going to start. Far right-hand side, no matter what you do or say, they're going to start. You can't screw it up, right? Here's the truth, guys. We need to let that go and we need to focus on the 60% in the middle. That 60% in the middle is who we train for. This is who we design our systems for, right? This is what we study for and we prepare for and what we focus on, okay? So I'm just going to give you permission right now to just bless those people on the far left-hand side. Just let them go. Stop beating yourself up about them. Stop focusing on them. And frankly, stop focusing on the people on the right-hand side because you can't screw them up either. Remember, this is mission-based. We want to get better. We want to capture at least 80%, right? So let's focus on that 60% in the middle. And that's what we're setting up our systems for, design our practice for, and what we're training for. Yeah, this is such a, a powerful conversation, Doc. I'm glad you, you gave everybody a nice warm hug. I, we needed that. We needed that in that moment. Um, but we need it both, right? We need it both. Like we have to have those, those come to Jesus talks with our team. We have to have those 
those real moments. But then we also have to live in reality. Like you said, you look at these other industries and you look at what we're actually doing in chiropractic. One of my uh, other convictions, Doc, as you're talking, because I know our audience is a night, an awesome audience of docs and many of them, many of you docs we don't know. And But I would say that defining the definition of what a conversion is, is really important. I just want to emphasize that what you said, Doc Steven earlier was you have to define what conversion is and then you have to define what true conversion. And that's another definition, but what's initial conversion. Can we, can we at least say that walking away from this call today, that every single person on your team, CEO has a very, has the clear definition of what a true, what a conversion is in your practice. If you can, now, hopefully everybody's like, check, done. We already got that. Perfect. If you don't, I'm just going to say your first action step from this episode of this podcast today would be define what a conversion is. What are they converting to? What is a conversion? And we can't tell you. We could tell you in, in the Remarco practice, it's the first four, the initial care plan, the initial intensive plan, which is a four-month plan. And, and Dr. Pete, we can get even more granular than that and say, okay, so You've, you've got, it's got to be binary. Yes or no. Did they convert? Yes or no. And what does that mean in the remarkable practice system? It's they've committed to the first four plan. Okay. What does that mean? It means that they have paid. In other words, right. they've either done a one-time payment up front for the first four, or they've paid their first of four monthly payments. Now guys, this is just a foreign example. I'm not telling you this is exactly how you need to do it, but every single person on our teams know that when we say, yes, they converted, it means one thing. They paid, they pulled out right. their credit card and they committed to care, right? So they paid for either their entire four, four months, first four months, or they paid the first of four payment plans, uh, first of four payments on a four payment plan across the four months. That's just an illustration, but I want you to be able to say black or white, it's a measurable yes or no. They either converted or they didn't. Sorry, Pete, I didn't. Yeah, no, so important. And this is why metrics are so important because guess what's going to happen when you start defining you're going to start having categories. You're going to have people that are yes, that are no, and the people that are in the middle that are pending. And just let's live in reality. You are going to deal with that. We've all had the person that's come and says, you know what? I need to go home and talk to my spouse. I need to go home and think about it. I need to, right? So we know that that's going to happen. It's not a no. It's not a yes. It's, it's a maybe. And we have to have a system for that. And this is where metrics come in because true to convert and be really good at conversion, it's like the 20-20-60 example. You got your absolute yes, your absolute no, and then you got your pending. You, you have to have a way to manage and track and support and execute on those people that are in the middle that haven't converted, but they haven't not converted. You just need to get clarity. You need to know yes or no. We don't, so they can never go into the category of yes. The only people that go into the category of yes in conversion are people that have paid. And that's right. And in the Remarkable CEO program, we don't create problems for you to send you off to go have to try to create a solution. We have a solution for this as well, right? So uh, in Vital Signs, it's called the New Patient Tracking Report. So it is an Excel spreadsheet-based program. Vital Signs is very simple. You can use it with any uh, EHR program. So you just populate certain stats. This is where we're tracking every new patient lead that comes through the door. Soon as somebody raises their hand and said, I want help, they schedule an appointment, they go on the new patient tracking report, they're a lead now. And in every single step of the patient process, as they progress through the patient process, they change, they change colors. Their color changes so that you can look and say, yes, green, they converted. Red is no, they didn't. 
and gray is outstanding. Actually, I got those backwards. Gray is no, because gray means they're off, like they're dead. The case is dead, right? Red is hello, they're still outstanding. So green is go, green is yes, they converted. Gray is no, they didn't. And red is they're outstanding. They haven't made a decision yet. So there's no more conversations. When you're at team meeting, the new patient concierge is in charge with uh, charge of that new patient track report. They are reading to your team. They are saying, these are the people that converted. These are the people who said yes. These are people who said no and why they said no. And these are the people that are outstanding. There's no more people falling through the cracks because you have a system that measures these things and you don't get what you want. You get what you measure. Yeah. I mean, every person is accounted for what you just described. There's not a life that walked through your doors that doesn't have that we're not accountable for. And that's our responsibility as a team, as an organization is that everybody that comes into our office that came into our office as a new patient who went through our process to any level, we have a responsibility for them. Even if they go into the inactive file because they didn't convert, we have a responsibility to manage that. We have, there, there's a whole process to what, what happens when somebody doesn't convert, where do they go? Cause that's not, that's not, they're not, no. They're, they go to another file that's inactive or they didn't convert and we're going to do a, a beautiful nurture sequence to follow up with those people down the line. So we've got a whole other strategy in place and that's not for today's uh, episode, but we've got to look at the conversion process holistically. We've got to make a clear definition. And then like, like Dr. Steven, you said, there's really two high level stats you want to track when it comes to conversion. Number one is total conversions, right? So that's the total number of conversions. Like how many people actually said yes and have paid for a plan? Two is, what was your conversion percentage, which is a total conversion percentage of all the people that walked through our doors this month for the first time, how many of them ended up purchasing a plan? Yeah. How many went from, uh, from new patient lead, yep. high level aggregate new patient lead turned into a high level aggregate new patient conversion? Yeah. And then underneath those, this is what you referenced, Doc, which was the vital signs tracking report tracking system, which is all of those subcategories, which in my mind, all often become KPIs. They become the, I'm accountable to this metric. If I'm, let's say the new patient concierge or the check-in CA or the checkout CA or one of the DCs, like everyone has a responsibility for something when it comes to conversion. There's a many people that have a, a area that they own on the conversion process so that when it comes to our weekly meetings, we report on it. When it comes to our weekly trainings, we train on it because we're tracking it, right? So the metrics, we have data-driven meetings, right? So our metrics are what drive the meetings and we have data-driven training. So we, we can train specifically, right? Scientifically, surgically on what we need to improve because we have the data that we've been tracking when it comes to conversion. So now when we're training on the day one, it's like, well, why are we training on day one again, doc? I mean, didn't we just, we have data. Let me go over. Here's where we're doing really well with guys. Awesome. High fives, chest bumps. Let's do it. Hey, this is where we're going to improve. This is where we're going to double down now. So we always are specific in our meetings. We're always specific in our training. And then this translates all the way down to the scorecards, right? So next quarter, where I'm going to be focusing on Dr. Steven. Yeah. So let's pull it up out of the weeds and let's go back up top again, right? Because yeah. I, want people, yeah. I want people to see how you arrive at this because you're trying to arrive at action steps, things that you can do as a CEO to say, okay, team, this is what's important now. This is what we're going to focus on, right? So we go up top and we say we've got total number of new patient conversions and we have total number or total conversion percentage, right? So let's take the conversion percentage because it's an interesting conversation. We can break it down into our three categories, three tributaries, internal, external, and digital, right? These are where the leads are coming on from. So 
What is your conversion percentage for people that, co- that are referred into your practice? Internals. And then what is your conversion percentage for people who come in from external activities that are not web-based? And then it's digital for all those people that find us because of some activity that we did online, right? Something that is on social media or through our website or Google AdWords or Facebook ads, what have you, they're coming in from our digital activities. What's their conversion percentage? And here's the key to this, right? So you want to be able to discern between the three because these are three different populations of people that are showing up in a different heart space, head space. There's a different relationship with these people from the get-go. Those of you who are listening right now, you understand what I'm talking about, right? There's a difference between somebody who's referred into your practice from an active patient and somebody who saw a Google ad or saw a Facebook ad, clicked on that and ended up scheduling and coming into the office, right? So we want to be able to track the performance metric of conversion because we want to be able to tease apart where in our process do we need to focus if anywhere, right? We want to be able to troubleshoot it. So we know that the internally referred new patient, I mean, this is the gold standard, right? So somebody who is comes into your practice who's referred by somebody that they know, like, and trust, who said, you know what? You should go and see Dr. Pete. He's wonderful. His team's wonderful. He's really helped me. He does great work. He's got a great message. He's going to take great care of you. That person comes in, and because of the social proof of somebody that they know, like, and trust, that conveys to Dr. Peter. So they walk into the office on the trust continuum, which is far right-hand side, I trust you. Far left-hand side, I distrust you. In the dead center, it's, I don't trust you yet, but I want to, right? The new patient walks in the door. They're going to be on the right-hand side of that bell curve, right? They're going to be on the right-hand side of that continuum, leaning towards, I trust you because of the social proof coming from somebody else who sent them into the practice that they know, like, and trust. You guys see that? The power of that, right? We all know that the gold standard is the referred new patient. That's where you're going to see the greatest conversion percentages. Now, I'm going to throw around conversion percentages because you guys ask me for them all the time, okay? But here's the deal. This is just a standard, okay? And there's a whole conversation around each one of these. So don't get too hung up on them, but just for the sake of illustration and for one relevant to the next, you should see a better than 80% conversion for those new patients that are referred into your practice by a trusted patient, right? So ultimately, internal referred new patients, you want to see somewhere, get your skills to the point where your goal is you're converting it better than 80%. Now, as we move down the line, so to speak, we get into the, the external new patients. As people that are coming in as leads from external activities, you're going to see a variance in these types of, of populations because based on the type of external activity, are we talking about a billboard that you did, an article that you wrote in your newspaper, an interview that you did on television? Or was it something that came from someone that came from a spinal screening? Was it somebody that you met at, at a corporate wellness program or somebody who actually came to one of your outside talks? To me, there's going to be a whole variance of those people coming in the door. You know, So Dr. Pete, I'm sure you agree with me that if somebody came to your outside talk and you delivered your outside talk, they're almost as good, if not better, than a referred new patient. This is somebody who's coming in who's raised their hand and said, that's what I need. <laughs> that's what I want. I am in, right? So, you know, I'd like to see something north on average, north of 70% for your people that come in from external, because for the most part, these people coming in from your external activities, 
with the exception of people that sat through an outside talk, they don't know, like, and trust you yet. Okay. So on that trust continuum, they're probably sitting right in the middle of, I don't trust you yet. I want to trust you, but I don't trust you yet. Now you don't hear me saying, I distrust you. You guys have to hear the difference with that. It's like the difference between I trust you and I distrust you in the middle is I don't trust you yet. Right. But I want to, they're sitting right there. They're showing up, raising their hand saying, I need help, right? So what, what we know there is that that day one process of establishing that empathetic connection to build trust in the conversion process is absolutely critical. How to do that is a conversation for a different day, a different episode. But right now, know that we know when we see that external new patient conversion percentage dropping, you really need to work on your day one, making that empathetic connection so that you get that speed of trust, as Stephen Covey Jr. put it, as that conversion is a reflection of connection and connection is what leads to trust. Now that third group of people, these are your these are your digital leads, right? So people that come in from digital leads. So this is your internet activity, right? So this is an even greater span of people, right? There's even greater disparity between these people and it really depends on what type of marketing you're doing. Are you doing infomercials? Uh, are you doing webinars? Are you doing um, anything goes Q and A's? Are you doing question of the week? Are you doing show me how videos? Right? As I say, are you really driving through content and establishing the no like and trust on the front end, or are you posting an ad that says free X rays or twenty nine dollar X rays? There's a wild continuum here. Okay. That being said, I want to see your digital conversions north of 50%, right? So at the end of the day, we know that this tends to be a person that is shopping, right? They're, they are a seeker. They are looking for a solution, but very often they're shopping and they have much, much less of a connection to you, which means that they have much less on the trust continuum for you. Again, they don't distrust you. They just don't trust you yet. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.